This week on the podcast is all about vulva mapping. I have Leah Piper and Dr. Willow Brown from the Sex Reimagined podcast on this week. Leah is a tantra yoga positive psychology and somatic therapy coach. Dr. Willow Brown specializes in Taoist sexology, acupuncture, and functional medicine. The blend of the two of these women is really delicious and something super fun to listen to. And what I'm excited about this week is not only do we have them on the podcast, but we also have them over on Patreon. And I just got approved from Patreon to offer our listeners, our potential patrons, a seven-day free trial. So got a link below in the show notes. Once you're done listening to this, hop on over to Patreon to get the extended version where we go into much more detail about vulva mapping and pleasuring your partner that has a vulva. Enjoy. Okay, everybody. I have Leah and Willow in here. I've already done our intro. We are going to freaking just jump in. We've already been laughing. We brought out our vagina and penis pillows for you guys. So they're going to be playing with that. But today we're going to do a two-part series to this particular conversation. We're going to be talking about vulva mapping. So if you're listening to this right now, you're listening on a major podcast platform more than likely. We are going to keep this pretty PG because of censorship. And then we're going to get down dirty and how to actually do amazing orgasms with vulvas over on Patreon. So ladies, tell us all about vulva mapping. What the heck is this? Uh, vulva mapping is is essential to pleasuring, to being a pro at pleasuring the pussy. Like if you really want to know how to pleasure the pussy, you got to know the map of the vulva. And there are all kinds of places, erotic tissue, um, it, what's the word? It, um, erectile tissues in the vulva that a lot of people don't know about. Like raise your hand if you've heard of the vestibular bulbs before. Mm-hmm. Most people won't raise their hand for that. <laughs> raise your hand if you've heard of the, um, if you know that the clitoris goes beyond that tiny little nose, that it actually has two to three inch long legs that are inside. Some people are knowing that more and more, which is really cool because yeah. you know we're starting to out. see. Yeah, I've even seen um, structures in museums of giant uh, clitoral you know, structures. I have a client who's a woodworker. He's like, yeah, I went into the woodworking shop one day and my student was making a clitoris and everyone around was standing around going, what is that? And he walked in, he's like, that's a clitoris. And she's like, very good. Mm. So the words getting out kind of like yoga got out at one point, the clitoris is now getting out into the world. And so Leah's going to give us a epic tutorial of what vulva mapping is so that you know, sort of how to go through the process of opening that flower because so much of what painful sex is these days is it's premature penetration. Mm -hmm. The vestibular bulbs are not juiced up, plumped up that erectile tissue in that area of the vulva, which is different than the vagina, right? The vulva is the outer surface layer and there's a lot more nerve endings on that outer surface layer. And then once you go inside, really like that first half inch of the inside has a lot of nerve endings too. And then, you know, further back, there can actually be a lot more 
blocks or pain or um, numbness further back into the vagina. So there's ways to clear that and get more sensation into that as well, which we'll probably get into in the second half of our conversation. But for now, we're going to stay on the outside. We're going to stay with the vulva. Mm. So take it away, Leah. Okay. Well, first, I just want to, um, you know, where Willow and I come from is we have been studying for the last 20 years, something that a lot of people would refer to as sacred sexuality. Um, uh, Willow is a Taoist sexologist specialist. I have uh, a Tantra yoga expert, and we've been taking a look at like, how do you deepen the experience of sexuality? How do you have, you know, these more enlightened, transcendent, blissed out states? using connection and deepening intimacy and and you know finding these realms of the beloved where poets have spent their whole life trying to describe the amazing thing that happens in sexual love and so that's kind of our jam is really taking a look at how can we you know deepen intimacy not just with the person outside who we may be pleasuring or maybe they're pleasuring us but deepen that intimacy with ourselves really get connected with this you know thing called the soul and being in love with our essence and being able to play with our essence more and more because we're not because we've learned tools and ways to step out of getting triggered and when you think about sexuality at large so many of us get triggered so many of us feel like we've been used abused or misused when it comes to sex and then we've had our heart trampled on and so we can become bitter or jaded, jaded or insecure or, mm. you know, not believe in our worth. And so one of the things, the reason why I bring this up in this conversation when it comes to vulva witnessing or vulva mapping is because it's not just a journey of our anatomy, it's also a journey on how to fall in love with our body on how to have an experience where we actually witness how beautiful we can be, how beautiful our genitals are. And there's so many people out there, there's uh, especially vulva identifying um, bodies that go, I'm ugly. I don't, I don't like what I see. I'm weird. I'm, um, I don't look like I that. Look like like going to comparisons. Yeah. 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 Or we're afraid someone's going to think we're unattractive. And so, so it's still so amazing to me how many people have never even looked at their vulva. And there's and also contrary- fear of scent, fear of smell, mm-hmm. smelling bad, fear of like performance, not knowing like what to do or how to move your body. So there's a lot of inauthenticity that will ride these fears, right? Because then you're you're kind of trying to be a certain way and you're not really just listening to what's truly, truly there for you. Mm. Yeah. So one of the things that we often see with people who are stepping into this amazing journey of witnessing themselves and mapping their body and, and, and choosing to maybe consider shifting a mindset of, of looking for what's beautiful versus getting confirmation of what's um, not beautiful is that it can be really healing and it can bring up a lot of emotions and we all deserve to feel a sense of security when it comes to our body and our sexuality because when we feel secure about it man we can fly we can soar we can go to these outer limits that are really special and yummy and just make us feel so happy to be alive and to be a human and so part of that journey is to be able to go okay I'm gonna go look at it I'm gonna check this out I am gonna like embrace and I'm gonna see 
if I can look at this with curiosity instead of judgment. So uh, if you're new to this, I just want to really um, honor you with being intentional about your mindset to really show up with curiosity. And, and if you get a sneaking like judgment that wants to come through, you know, just go, okay, I see you. I'm going to just have you sit out in the waiting room because right now this is all about looking for what's beautiful. And um, one of the invitations when you're doing vulva mapping on yourself by yourself is to really like set up some sacred space for yourself. Light some candles, get some music on, get a mirror handy, have the lighting so that you can see into the mirror because what you want to do as you're mapping and witnessing your own expanding and pleasure is watch how the tissues change color how the tissues change shape, how the entire vulva, when it goes from an unaroused state, goes to an aroused state. And it's really beautiful how it does open like a flower. And you'll see like that opening and the glistening and the as the juices are coming forward. And even if you're like, I don't have juice, like I'm menopausal, like use some lube, grab some coconut oil. Yeah. Don't be afraid to use oils on your yoni as well. MCT oil is probably going to be the safest and best if you're using coconut oil. The fatted kind of coconut oil can sometimes carry bacteria. And then if you do have tendencies toward um, toward yeast infections or bladder infections after sex or after pleasuring yourself or anything like that, it's always a good idea to douche with like a little bit of apple cider vinegar, or you can also use um, uh, food grade hydrogen peroxide, just a little bit in a, in a bu bunch of water. So a um, little bit of hygiene tips yes, for you guys. She, she is a doctor. We got the doctor in the house, everybody. We got a little, if you have any other questions. <laughs> she is a Chinese know. medicine doctor, so she'll throw down some wonderful medical advice when needed. <laughs> I just, she just gave some great advice on our podcast about UTIs, some natural remedies to That's right. D-Manos, if yeah. you have. Check it out. Yeah. Hey there. I love to tell you about my Patreon account. So as many of you know, as things become more and more censored, it's harder for content creators like us to stay live on these amazing platforms like TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. So what I've done is our spicier content now lives over on Patreon. We currently have some really fun episodes up, like how to give amazing blowjobs. I also just recorded and uploaded my night in a dungeon with a dominatrix. What can you expect? Weekly episodes and weekly content, some of it being sex ed, some of it being story and erotic telling, like I just did with my night in the dungeon, some of it being more podcasting where we have a guest on. So for an entry price right now of $5 per month, you can hop into my Patreon account and check it out. Check the show notes below for more information. Hope to see you there. Bye. So okay. here we go. Oh, here we let's go. go on a, let's go yeah. on a journey. So one thing is to just like really you want to consider what I like to do is I like to break up a, a Yoni mapping. Uh, I'm sorry, a vulva mapping experience by think of it as like every five to 10 minutes you wanting to look in the mirror in fact what if you really want to have a sexy experience if you have one of those really big mirrors like maybe you know how a lot a of closets on have wall. a mirror yeah or you got a big um and you got a mirror that maybe touches close to the floor i like to just scoot up my fanny right up to the big mirror so i can see it all without having to have so that way both my Hold hands are free. <laughs> yeah yeah it's much better yeah, yeah. Um, um but also mirrors are also i gotta we'll say do. okay i have this fancy 
frequency vibrator. It's infrared vibrator. So it's Ooh. got in uh, like an infrared light on it. It's the V fit and we have a link for it. We'll put it in the show notes for you. So that plus the mirror on the wall, I mean, you're totally hands-free. You don't have to move the candles or the lighting around. You got the light right there in your vulva. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice when, you're, uh, when your toy has an extra light. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Helps you see everything. Yeah. Okay. So what most people are going to be familiar of, and not everybody, I mean, we've, many people will, will have had an experience with someone that doesn't know where the clitoris is, doesn't know where to find it, doesn't know how to touch it. So like, it's okay if that's you too, like this is an experience where you get to find out. So, um, so, but for many of you, you have already know like, okay, I know where the head of the clitoris is, right? It's that little bead. And then for, for many, many, many years, people just thought that that was it, that that was, that was the most of the sexual female anatomy, but there's so much more. In fact, if you don't know, we have as much erectile tissue inch for inch and ounce for ounce as men. So if you can, um, so I just want, I want, um, vulva owners to, to imagine if you've ever seen an aroused penis, you also have just as much arousal, right? All you have just as much capability to have all that blood also be a part of your anatomy. Ours is just dispersed. And, um, and it's really important that we spend some time allowing the blood to come in and to fill up. And, and you're looking for your vulva to turn a darker color or a brighter color and to get a more fluffy. And everyone is going to have a different range of swelling. Some people swell dramatically, other people swell, you know, less dramatically. And your, your anatomy is working just fine, no matter how much you swell or not. But you do want to look for some swelling and you want to look for for your color to change so it's important that like before you even touch yourself check it out go snapshot in fact i do recommend taking a picture mm -hmm. um and and keeping it it's as private as you want it to be and then you you take a look and go okay this is me this is me 98 percent of the day look at the loveliness look at how natural um my vulva simply likes to be Oh, the petals are protecting. It's it's keeping everything all cozy. And so you'll sort of notice how the, and it doesn't matter whether you've got bigger labia majora or whether you have smaller labia minora. So the labia majora is going to be the outside labia and the labia minora is going to be the inner labia. And, and some people you, have innies and some people have outies, outies. the labia minora. Yeah. yeah. And, and all of us are asymmetrical. Yes. So unless you have some sort of surgical experience that, that makes them um, symmetrical, symmetrical. Every, all of us are asymmetrical. So ear not weird. Some people have a little bit more. Some have, you can't really tell. But anatomic, anatomically, we are all asymmetrical. So let's stop judging that one lip is longer than the other. Okay, everybody? Let's get over that one. Also, um, one boob is usually bigger than the other. Or a indeed. little bit hangs out to the side yes. a little bit more than the other. It's Come on, we're not symmetrical so... creatures. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's called exotic, honey. Okay, so now Next we have... <laughs> And Jennifer, you just jump in anytime. I know, I know. <laughs> We're like, blah, 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 blah. This is what um, happens when podcasters get together. Like, yeah. we just lead. We know what to do. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, 
So we have the lips. Now the lips typically don't have a ton of erectile tissue themselves, but you'll notice underneath the labia majora, right on either side of the introitus. The introitus is the opening of the vagina. On either side of the introitus, and it, some, of, some of the tissue, it's like a, a bulb-shaped gland, and it's usually underneath the uh, labia majora, but it can also be underneath the labia minora. It just kind of depends on your, your particular shape is this bulb it's this lovely tissue that fills with blood so if you've ever enjoyed um a little bit of pumping oh yeah i mean does anyone remember if you were possibly a little girl at 13 your obsession with horses little pony <laughs> and stuff like that like a part of that is our natural awakening of being aware of the tingly sensations that are down there and so that's really your vestibular bulbs knocking on the door and saying Hi, I feel good. And so if you've ever enjoyed humping, you know, that feeling of humping or rubbing is this beautiful connection of our vestibular bulbs starting to wake up, to call our attention, to help us feel like, ooh, la la. I have a little and, story for you guys real quick. And okay. I remember in junior high, there was a super hot guy, right? And I got, and one time we were at a dance and I was dancing with the hot guy <laughs> and he was so good at putting his leg like right between his thigh, right between all the girls' legs, right? And so you're dancing with him and you can like feel those vestibular bulbs. They were like, oh yeah, right there on the thigh. I mean, that's a good trick for all of you guys out there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how Dirty Dancing became Dirty Dancing. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it's easy. Yeah. And so I, I, one of the things that I just love sharing about that is because I love it when things make sense. It's like when suddenly you're like, oh, that's why I like to sit on the edge of an armchair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why sitting on a lap is so sweet. You know, it's because there's a connection. There's a connection. Our body is waking up and it's wonderful to be pleasure forward and, and to understand, oh, yum, yum. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting also about those vestibular bulbs is that it's going to tighten the, the intritus so that when things go in, it feels extra good, both for the, um, the person who's being penetrated and the person who's penetrating, um, if there is a human penetrating. So just interesting notes. And now we can kind of start to look at the clitoris because the hood of the clitoris also has erectile tissue. The head of the clitoris has erectile tissue and the shaft of the clitoris has erectile tissue. So here, if we didn't have, if we could see what was underneath our vulva, this is the shape of the actual clitoris. Here we have the vestibular, I mean, I'm sorry, these are the clitoral legs and the clitoral legs start right up here at the top. You know, you're going to find it about right here is going to be the starting point of the clitoral legs. So they kind of come down into a wishbone shape and they tend to go deep underground and then they curve as if they want to reach for the introitus. And if you wanted to feel them, the best place to feel the clitoral legs is to go right above the clitoris and to take your finger and kind of do a little side to side motion. You'll feel little um, ligaments, like almost like little rubber bands on either side. And those are the clitoral legs. 
most people don't feel a ton of sensation with just massaging the clitoral legs, but you can start to wake up your awareness by beginning to tune into those little ligaments. And then you're understanding that they're going to, in a wishbone shape, go down. It's also just very relaxing, I would say. I'm checking mine out right now. Hey, if you're a vulva owner, check it out. You can do it through your clothes. So it's there's something that, you know, sexual, like libido and drive and sexual energy is born from relaxation. So there is this way that you can like relax into feeling, oh, those subtle, oh, that's just warm. It feels nice. Let me just relax into it. You don't have to rev up really fast to, you know, make your partner think they're doing a good job or whatever. So that's one of the really beautiful values of figuring this stuff out on your own is just like, oh yeah, that's nice. Okay, I can just relax. Like I can feel my legs soften, my tailbone soften. All my tissues are just melting with that subtle feel good sensation. And I think- get super aroused. I, I, I like what you're saying, uh, Willow, because I think one of the things that's cool is most of us Volvo owners have uh, learned how to feel pleasure and like erotic sensation and orgasm by tightening, by yeah. squeezing everything together, right? And that's yummy. I mean, let's never get that. And we don't want to yeah, get rid of that. <laughs> but if we want to like expand the repertoire, like the next thing to discover is like, okay, what does it feel like? How can I reach um, other states of pleasurable sensation when everything's open? So mm -hmm. some of the things that um, can be really lovely is just to expose the hood. If your hood has a tendency to cover your clitoris, some hoods, they partially cover. Some hoods, they're way back and the clitoris is always exposed. So everyone has a different range of what their hood is doing. Um, if you want to pull back the hood even more and just experience the air caressing, um your mm. your your exposed clitoris that can be really really lovely there, so um and that gives one... us a chance to take a look keep going okay and that gives us a chance to start to feel into the shaft right and there's on either side of the clitoris there is oftentimes um bundles of nerve endings often in the upper left or right hand quadrant there can be a bundle of nerve endings and that's just an invitation for you to explore where am i most sensitive and I think when you do this with a partner, what's really delicious is sometimes, you know, the energy from a partner can amp up the amount of sensation that you can feel and you can start to feel different access points to where you're most sensitive. So just consider, okay, where am I most sensitive when I touch myself? Where am I most sensitive when a partner touches myself mm. or touches me? And, um, and, yeah. and to just be curious. And so lastly, what I want to talk about is the shaft. Before we go into the shaft, I want to say something about the hood. Okay. There is an um, autoimmune disorder called lichen, <clears throat> lichen sclerosis that's becoming more and more popular. And it's where the hood grows over the clitoris. So it's harder to access the clitoris. Um, and so if you are struggling with that, I do have a great protocol that's amazing for that. It's a pretty hard thing to heal and I've had a lot of success. So just throwing that out there in case anyone's having that issue or knows anyone having that issue. What's it called again? Lichen sclerosis. Yeah, and it's yeah. where the um, it actually grows onto and over the hood. So over time, it, you can, or over the nose of the clitoris. So over time, you can not feel like you have access to the nose of the clitoris where all those, you know, 
8,000 nerve endings are. Oh, it's more than um, 8,000. 10,000. Yeah, I think we're up mm -hmm. to 10,000 that we've discovered. Um, but, you know, even regardless, if you are dealing with lichen sclerosis, you still have the legs. You can still get those vestibular bulbs and mm -hmm. legs plumped up and juiced up. But just so you know, that's not a, a hopeless one to deal with. And you still have the shaft. There's lots of massage that you can do over the, the hood. And for a lot of vulva owners, they actually don't like their hood exposing their clitoris. They like their hood to be covered. Their clitoris can be hyper, hypersensitive, which means it kind of burns out or over amps really, really fast. Mm -hmm. And then that can actually turn into a feeling of discomfort or pain. And then all desire tends to drop. So it's fun to start to to play with your arousal of going, okay, well, how does my arousal expand? And on the scale of one through 10, if 10 is orgasm and one is, mm, yeah, I might be getting horny, then you can start to go, okay, when I touch myself here, or when I've been massaging my vulva for 15 minutes, oh, I'm at a five. Or when I've been massaging my vulva for 45 minutes, oh, I'm at a four. And it's just helpful to kind of start to discover your range because one of the things that I've noticed is I've been concentrating on bringing awareness to pleasure, under being a total geeky nerd about pleasure, is going, wow, what was a, what was a five for me last year is a four for me this year because my range just deepened, it widened. Mm -hmm. So now my six is even bigger than my six from last year. So, uh, you know, it's just sort of fun to play with, okay, where is my pleasure beginning to expand? And to be able to track that by noticing, you know, how you measure it. And all of it, of course, when you start is arbitrary, right? Because what really is a four? You're kind of just kind of giving it labels and, and then the labels start to teach you more and more about itself. Mm -hmm. So with all that said, as you go through the process of doing a yoni witnessing, I keep on calling it a yoni witnessing because that's what I'm used to calling it. Yoni mm -hmm. means um, the, the yeah, it's the, it encompasses the vagina, it encompasses the reproductive the womb, organs, it encompasses the, the vulva, it translates to sacred tubes. space. Yeah, It translates to sacred space from Sanskrit. It's just a super ancient, cool word, yoni. Yeah. So yoni is the whole thing. Vulva is the outside. And vagina, the word vagina means sheath, actually, like a sheath for a sword. So um, it was clearly named by a male in, I believe it's <laughs> from Latin, from way back, as so many of the body parts are. Maybe we'll get into the pudendal nerve today, which is, we just recently learned, the root of it means shame. And it's the number one, one of the main nerve pathways that most people Take have orgasm orgasms to the with. brain. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's actually, so, so I would love to go into the nerves um, right after just sort of sharing this point that when you are doing this type of exploration and you've taken, okay, this is what I look like, you know, 95% of the day, I'm just hanging out. I might be working on the computer or doing my job or doing life. You're not aroused, right? And just to take that in and go, okay, this is the color of my skin when I'm unaroused. This is the shape. This is its vulva resting face. <laughs> and then you massage for five minutes and then you look in the mirror again. Okay, what's changed? What's opening? What's uncovering itself? And then massage for another five or 10 minutes and then take a look in the mirror. Okay, what's happening? How is the color deeper? What are the lips doing? How's my vulva expanding? And you'll really come to see what is so gorgeous about 
um, this flower because it really does look like a flower that in the morning the petals are kind of closed and then as the sun comes out it opens and it expands and it reaches for the sun and um, I just love just like the beauty and the warmth and the recognition of how our body shifts and changes when we put loving touch or dirty touch to this part of our body that deserves just touch just yeah. touch and notice and so, too when you're when it's open like notice when you're like wow now i would be ready for some penetration like notice that point for yourself craving for it that's yeah. a really important thing for a sexually sovereign woman to understand and know about herself is like oh now like i'm hungry for it like you want your pussy to be hungry for that penetration whether it's a your fingers or a vibrator or a partner or whatever um you want that real um like opening and invitation to be coming from inside of you from a not just a physical level but a spiritual and an emotional level as well yeah like it's it, one of the things i love about desire is not giving into it because when you can play with desire oh, you can stretch juicy. that desire out and so anticipation juicy. is just mm. raise your hand if you like anticipation yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so, so that I think is really fascinating is just being able to like notice the pulsation, right? And like our whole body is a series of pulsation. It's a series of, of contracting and opening and our heart, right? The heart beats, it's opening, it's pushing that blood, it's sending the blood down. And so to just feel that there is a point in your arousal where pulsation becomes, you become much more attuned to it. And there's a magnetic field that wants to draw something inside of it. So when you're playing with this, you might notice that. You might, you might feel a heightened sense of arousal. Now for some people, it's also okay that you don't feel aroused at all. What's important, because so many of us feel sort of numbed out and we've got our wires, our, our neural pathways, it's almost like they're crossed. So in order, your brain is the biggest sex organ. So in order for you to feel a sense of arousal and heightened arousal and then expanded arousal and then eventual orgasm, your wires have to be online. And most of us, our wires are crossed. And there's tons of reasons for this, and I won't go into all of that, because the process, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Yeah. What matters is that you choose to rewire, rewire your system so that the signals are getting up to the brain, and so the brain signals that are telling you, hey, something special's happening down there, are actually reaching you. And one of the ways you can do this is by doing this practice where you're looking in the mirror and you're touching yourself consciously and you're becoming aware of the anatomy, and then you'll see that even if you can't feel the sensation, your vulva is still showing you its feeling because that touch is still going to bring fresh oxygenated blood to the tissue to make it brighter and to fill it up and to be and what i've noticed that is really helpful is if you can celebrate that if you can acknowledge that if you can talk to your vulva and let her know or it know whatever pronoun you use that i i see you thank you i may not be able to feel it yet but i see you and you're beautiful and i want to get to know you and i want a relationship to you and i want to have a healthy experience of being a sexual sovereign being teach me everything you know i'm telling you right now i have never met a vulva that does not respond to being worshipped verbally 
So give it some praise, give it some praise, try that on and, and see what happens. And one of the cool things is when you start to see how your body opens and thickens and, and, and shows you that, yes, you do have erectile tissue when you aren't looking at it and you are in an intimate experience, the memory of what's happening to your vulva while it's being touched and pleasured and you don't have a mirror, you'll start to feel it. That mind-body connection is going to get stronger and you'll be able to visualize it. And that visualization, that connection between having seen it is going to heighten your ability to feel it. And I just, for my own body, it's been so empowering. It's been so important for my ability to expand my sensation and to live more fully as an embodied being in intimate experiences. And, and my pleasure's just gotten more intense and has lasted longer as a result. So Jennifer, I'm curious um, if you've done much of this practice and like, what's been your experience with it? Yeah. Yeah. Woo. That was, that was amazing. Okay. <laughs> what I want to do is stop this right here for our regular podcasters. And then we're going to move this juicy conversation into Patreon where I want to expand upon, we talked a lot about self-pleasure and how to vulva map ourselves. I want to talk with you guys and have you give us answers of how to like do this with your partner. What body parts right. can they use to help map? How can we yeah. make this really delicious and yummy? Yeah. How can they know when it's time for penetration and what that can look like? So let's get a little bit deeper into that over on Patreon. Great. And we'll also talk about the four different nerve pathways that will take different types of orgasms to the brain. Yeah, so the yummy. Orgasms are just one style. Just one. Okay. I love it. Okay. So we're going to stop here. If you guys want to hear part two, go hop over on Patreon. <laughs>